If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. And get this right from your phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it could be heard on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. <laughs> when I tell y'all, I think that God has a, a sense of humor. He be trying it. I feel like he be trying it, man. So listen, when I tell y'all the very next day after I posted the episode regarding failure and I mentioned that part two was going to be about realizing the fear, moving past the fear and, and realizing it's not so bad that he put a test in my way. So on Sundays, I mentioned before, on Sundays, I walk with a group of uh, people where we talk about accountability and making sure that we're on top of our stuff, just like minds, having conversations about, you know, dreams, goals, aspirations, what we're doing, how we're living, just kind of a, a, a mindset check, you know, and we go on different nature trails around the city of Atlanta. And at the very end of our walk, we found a little creek. So some of us are more adventurous than others. So, you know, one half of the crew was like, let's walk down in the creek, you know? And I'm like, nah, but I go anyway. So we sit down on some rocks near the creek and we started singing. Now, I did this whole spiel in the beginning of the episode talking about me singing and the fear of me singing privately. Like, I don't really want to do solos and stuff like that. But it's crazy because I'll sit here and sing on TikTok all day. And they reminded me, you got all these videos on your IG and on your TikTok of you singing. You you do all this of you singing and you don't want to sing in front of three or four people. And I'm like, no, oh, leave me alone. Why y'all keep pushing me? Don't push me. And so I realized a few things about myself, which I feel as though God really wanted me to highlight. Like I'm when I tell y'all I'm learning so much, so much through this podcast It's crazy. OK. So long story short, it's a group of us. I didn't know most of them could sing. I had no idea. You know, I'm, I'm trying to live my adventurous life climbing rocks. And then all of a sudden they sit down and want to sing. And I'm around me and I'm like, okay, where is this going? So the very first thing that happened to me was I got this, this feeling in the pit of my stomach. Nerves, just a ball of nerves, anxiety, just anxious, y'all, just anxious. Like, y'all, please don't ask me to sing. Please don't ask me to sing. I mean, every negative thought you can think of, like, don't ask me to sing. But, hell, I don't blame them because everything on my social media has me singing. And if you guys want to follow me, um, follow me on TikTok at TerryBear86, T-E-R-R-I-B-E-A-R-A. 
or uh, Instagram, which is Terry Nicole, T-E-R-R-I-N-I-C-O-L-E, Terry Nicole. So you'll see all of these videos that I'm referring to. You know, I don't have a private account. Look at them. I don't care. Oh, so we began to sing or they began to sing. And I just kind of sat back like this is not my jam. And I realized I was feeling anxious. I was feeling nervous. I was very, very very uncomfortable and then when they started to shine the light on me I immediately got defensive immediately immediately so have you as have you as a dreamer just just randomly with something that you're uncomfortable with when someone tries to get you to do it or someone asks you about it and you realize it's not to your full potential do you get defensive do you put on your boxing gloves and try to back people away? Get away. Back up. Back up. Mind your business. Mind your business. Do you do that? Is that just me? No, I know it ain't just me. But what I'm saying is it's so interesting. I personally find when someone hits a vulnerable spot for me, I get super defensive. I will go from this nice rainbows unicorn type person to the mean one, Mr. Grinch. Like I, I am back up. You know, I'm squaring up. I don't want you that close to me. I don't want to try to face this fear, this phobia. I don't want to do it. Leave me alone. And I didn't realize how intense it was until today. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. I'm sitting here talking to you guys about face and fear. And I'm realizing how much anxiety I've built up around this fear. So they, they, one of the guys, he sat there and he said, well, you know, I want to hear individual voices. Let's just sing individually. And as soon as he said that, I kind of looked at him because he knows, he knows. And then the girl up here at the top rock, she knows, she knows. I'm like, oh, y'all trying to set me up. So that's what we doing. We doing a setup right now. Is this like an intervention? What is this? So everyone starts singing. And then when it gets to me, I'm already ready. I got my boxing gloves on. I'm in my stance and they coming at me and baby, I'm swatting them off. Left, right, hook, up, uppercut, dodging everything, trying to get out of doing this because it's uncomfortable for me. I have a fear of failure. I don't want to do this. I do not want to do this. But one of the girls actually like barked at me. So as defensive as I get barking at people, she was just as if not more defensive with me and barked at me and was like, no, nah, sis, you spent all of 2020 trying to face your vulnerable spots and I'm not going to let you go back to this. You're going to realize and face this anxiety because you're not going to be vulnerable enough with us. You're going to you're never going to be vulnerable enough. to. And I just looked at her. And immediately I was mad and I was defensive, but I was ashamed because I'm like, she's right. Damn it. Damn it. You're right. Okay. 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 So I started singing. And as soon as I started singing, the newer people in the group kind of looked at me like, really, bruh? Why? Really, bruh? <laughs> was funny but I'm still nervous I'm still anxious and all of that and when I got finished I'm like yo that really wasn't that bad 
I acted like this and it really wasn't that bad. And it was funny. They, they were all really supportive and things of that nature. And it was crazy. And then we got to the next person and he looked and he was like, I am really nervous, y'all. I don't I don't know if I want to do this. But I just made her do this. So I, it would be hypocritical of me not to do this. And it, it was it was a really humbling moment to see him and his nervousness break out of that or either force himself to do it. And it was just something that makes him uncomfortable. So one thing that I really enjoy just in life, just getting away from the episode for a minute. But one thing that I really enjoy in life is being around people who want to stretch themselves, you know, who see themselves and other people and speak to that part of them like yo you're not alone I'm here with you let me hold your hand through this let's go you know just just a little bit of encouragement and I just I really pray that you guys grab you a group of people and and mind you I don't know all these people I don't but it was a humbling experience for me just to realize that you do have support by being around like-minded people who understand your frustrations and your situations and kind of, you know, iron sharpening iron. I've been through that. Let me help you. So I, I, I beg you guys, get with those that stretch you, not those that you're so comfortable with, you know. But getting back to the episode, you know, um, one thing that I have learned and what I'm still learning because I, I can't see here and talk to you guys about something that I personally haven't gone through because I'm still going through this and I'm, I'm trying to work through it. But in 2020, I was tasked to fight the fears that I have to be more vulnerable and vulnerability and phobias, ah, they go hand in hand. I know, I know, bruh, I get it. You don't want to be vulnerable. I hate being vulnerable. You know, I grew up where I just had to be tough. I grew up with nothing but guys around me. So I had to, I had to be tough and maybe my shell hard on the inside, but I told y'all I'm soft. I'm, not, uh -uh, uh -uh. I'm soft. But I had to be tough. So I don't like to appear vulnerable. But I realized when I was tasked to be more vulnerable, that more fears were being minimized. When you think about a fear, a lot of times the thought, the idea, the appearance, the a uh, feeling that may happen of the fear is actually bigger than the actual fear. It really puts me in the mindset of, you know, that that meme or it's not a meme, but you know, the video that came out probably a few years ago where you have a bug or an ant or some sort of insect just walking along a sheet of paper and someone draws a line. And so the insect sees the line and redirects himself. And they continuously drew lines and the insect continuously walked around the lines that were drawn. We knew they were just lines that were drawn. And with fear, we draw our own lines and we create mountains out of those lines that all we have to do is take a step across. But we're we've created this ridiculous pyramid of a problem and we are looking up at honestly a facade 
it's not even real. But it's real to us. But it's not even real. All you have to do is walk across it. It's not that bad. Now, who's to say you won't feel a certain kind of way? Who's to say you won't feel anxious? Because I still feel anxious anytime someone gives me a microphone. I feel, yes, Lord, I do, okay? Who's to say you won't feel anxious? You will. But the more time you, the more times you face the fear, the least intimidating it will be. It's not really as bad as you think. We have to change our relationship with fear of failure, with fear, period. But specifically fear of failure and failing, we have to change our relationship with it. I read in a book and it's called The Other F Word. And I believe it was published in 2005. Uh, but I read that book and it was so interesting how it mentioned, you know, especially those on entrepreneurial journeys, how you have to have a different relationship with fear of failure. You have to have a relationship with failure because most of the success stories that we see now are riddled with failure. They may not be highlighted and they may be overshadowed by the success, but it doesn't mean that they didn't experience the failure. And failure is so taboo. Failure is so taboo in our society and it seems as though it gives the green light for people to point at you like you failed. It's like for somebody to have a one up on you, you failed. When in honest actuality, every single one of us have has a commonality with failure because we've all failed at some point. And even though failure is subjective, we've all experienced our own version of failure. So if you express to someone that you have a fear of failure, I guarantee you that they can rebuttal and will probably rebuttal with their own failure story and how they overcame. We cannot use the excuse of fear of failure or tickophobia as a means to an end when dream chasing. It is a roadblock, yes. Is it conquerable? Absolutely. We have every single thing we need to face this fear of failure. And the crazy thing is people like to say failure and success are like polar opposites, you know. But the crazy thing is in this book that I read, it mentioned that failure and success are actually like sisters. They're related. They're cousins. They can't fall, you know. <laughs> They're like Cain and Abel. You can't have one without the other. It, it doesn't make sense. It's like every failure is a step towards success. So if you're afraid to fail, you're further away from the success that you want, from the success that you gain. So we have to take steps forward to make us uncomfortable, to move past the fear of failure. 
failure is unfortunately a necessary evil that makes us grow. Uh, uh, and failure for me is in a vulnerable spot in my heart that I have to uncover, that I have hid from the world for the longest. But this vulnerable spot is so rich. And that I feel as though where my growth where my success, where my financial stability, where everything to unlock the key of me is, where it lies, where it dwells, but I'm afraid to show it because it makes me feel as though I could get hurt. Somewhere along the line, the feeling of getting hurt overshadowed the wealth that's within my vulnerable spot. But at the end of 2020, once again, I was tasked to be more vulnerable. And in that, I realized that I can overcome these fears. It may take a minute, but I can overcome these fears. And I was upset at some of the steps that I took to overcome them because after I did it, I had my initial anxiety. And then after it, I was like, you know what? This is really not that bad. I had so much anxiety when starting this podcast because I felt as though, you know, I have perfectionism. You know, I have imposter syndrome. I have all this anxiety and depressives and I have a very interesting relationship with emotion. And I felt like who in the hell is going to listen to this woman just talk about emotions? But the whole reason why I started it was because Nobody really spoke to the stage before trying to get, go for a dream. You know, I, I, I realized that there were so many people that talked about what you needed to do when chasing your dreams. But no one was talking about how to get started mentally because there are a lot of us that are stuck in neutral. There are a lot of us who are ready to put that thing in reverse. And most of us are sitting in park because we don't know what to do mentally. We can't understand mentally why it is. There, there's something that you want, but you don't understand why it doesn't work. Why it doesn't work. And, and I really wanted to uncover that. But I had so many things, the fear of failure being one of the first ones, why I couldn't do this. And everything in me told me that I couldn't, but I was tasked. Once again, I had to force myself to move past it and to do it anyway. Was it perfect? No. Is it perfect? No. Do I still have a lot of things to work out? Yeah, of course I do. But, you know, the more that I do it, the more that I press record, the more that I edit, the more that I research, you know, I'm starting to find a rhythm and a flow. And things are starting to get better. And I realized looking back on the day that I published the podcast that it was not as bad as my mind hyped it up to be. It was not as bad as my mind hyped it up to be. So I don't want you to believe the hype in your mind, especially if it's negative, especially if your mind bubble is telling you that you can't. Or your mind bubble is giving you all these different cues of anxiousness, of depression, of imposter syndrome, telling you you can't, you're not good at this, you're, somebody else is better than you. All of those thoughts, you have to do the opposite 
of what those thoughts are telling you. And when I tell you, it is one of the most freeing feelings to feel as though, oh my gosh, I can actually do this. Those little steps against what the fear and the failure is telling you, the fear failure is telling you, is not as bad as you think. I promise you, it is not as bad as you think. So here I wanted to present a few solutions, you know, of how you can move towards or or move past that whole fear, failure, the phobia. Number one, one thing I really, really, really want you guys to think about, honestly, is number one, (laughs) check yourself. Check yourself. Are you spewing out excuses? Are you being defensive? Are you being protective of that vulnerability? Are you being protective because you are feeling uncomfortable? Check yourself. Let that be a guide. Let that be a gauge for you that, yes, I am uncomfortable. I have to do this. Instead of looking at that uncomfortability as a stoplight or stop sign, do it. Check yourself in knowing I have to do this. You you, you may hate it. It may not be something you want to do, but you have to check yourself. Okay, because we honestly come up with a lot of excuses to validate reasons why we don't. And we can come up with those excuses a mile a minute. Okay, but if you check yourself and understand how you evolve and how you in turn deal with this fear by either it be excused or like I said before, being really defensive, then, you know, okay, I am mentally trying to validate me not doing this. Check yourself. Which leads to number two, feel the fear and do it anyway. You feel the anxiousness. You feel the anxiety. You feel the fear. Who cares? Do it anyway. These things are meant to stretch you. They're meant to grow you. You have to do it anyway. If you really feel as though you have to get over a fear, especially fear of failure, because we're trying to rewire our minds, you have to do it anyway. I have a whole episode about just feeling the fear and doing it anyway. You have to do it anyway, despite of the uncomfortability, actually because of the uncomfortability. Do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Okay. Number three, if in fact you experience failure, you do it anyway and you experience failure, then do it again. In the infamous words, well, not infamous, but in the famous words of Miss Beautiful, Talented Aaliyah Houghton, do it anyway. If at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. You can dust it off and try again. Try again. See, I mentioned in the last podcast in part one of the failure series, I mentioned that when you are a sports fan or when you are a sports player and you make an error, if you don't go back to that player as a coach, then mentally they can get in their mind that they can't, that they won't, and they'll build up a sort of blockage and phobia for doing it. And you really want to get them away from that. So you have to go back to them as quickly as you can for them to get that error out of their mind. It's a whole mind game out here in these streets. It's a, it's a, it is a mind game. 
So if you do not succeed, if you experience some sort of failure, get back on the horse as quickly as possible. Do not be like me. Do not see here and allow this fear to fester and turn into a phobia. So now every time I touch a microphone, I shake from inside because I don't do it regularly enough. And I'm afraid to face that fear. I'm working on it, y'all, but afraid to face that fear. Okay, so that's number three. Now, I'm quite sure that there are better and more things that you can do. But as I figure these things out or as I find different tactics that work for me, trust you, me, I will be forwarding and sending these on to you. We're going to continue this failure series because I got a lot more coming up. Let's do this together. We got dreams to catch.